about you want us to work harder, pay us more. I can't. This point system is really insulting. Ooh, well, I didn't mean to offend you, and I hope you'll forgive me because I am very, very sorry. 16 points. It's a tablecloth. What if we went all the way up to 500 points? Yeah, it's a crazy amount of points. But what if? Well, what do you want? I don't know. For such a crazy number, I'd like something pretty crazy. <laughs> all right, for 500 points, I will wear a dress to work. <laughs> That's pretty good. How do you craft an unstoppable school culture? This is Matt, and you're listening to the Math Boss Mashup. Hello again, and thank you for joining me. I'm so deeply humbled that you've chosen to spend this time with me here today. We're going to be starting season four. It's a mashup of ongoing how-to episodes. Sit back and relax, or jog, or enjoy the car ride, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Because today, we're talking about how to craft an unstoppable school culture. Let's jump right into it. While some may insist on performance-based pay, and others on motivating point systems, or just simply quirky little prizes like jeans passes. An unstoppable culture is about a school health. The health of the school is an overarching factor that encompasses culture and climate. It is the degree to which leadership teams unify and mobilize their people to achieve goals. Would you walk us through a typical day for you? Yeah. Great. Well, I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. Uh, I use the side door. That way Lumber can't see me. <laughs> and uh, after that, I just sort of space out for about an hour. Tell but, uh, space out? Yeah. I just stare at my desk. But it looks like I'm working. I do that for uh, probably another hour after lunch, too. I'd say in a given week, I probably only do about 15 minutes of real, actual work. Motivation is not the problem. <laughs> What's perceived as laziness or unmotivated students, community, staff members, the whole nine yards, motivation is not the problem. Motivation is like the temperature, the fever that we run when our body, our health is sick. Motivation is not the problem. It's a symptom of school culture that is stopped in its tracks. So now let me give you some concrete ways to build, to craft the unstoppable school culture. The first strategy is SGI. This is a leadership strategy. <clears throat> Excuse me. The leadership strategy, that's a relational quality. SGI. Serve, give, inspire. Leadership is about creating relationships through serving others, giving to your staff, and then inspiring. 
in that order, it doesn't happen by strategy as much as it happens through passion, drive, and relationships. It's that full-fledged balance between no excuses and empathy. Number two, clarity. Here's a snippet from a conversation I had a few, well, almost a year ago now with the inspirational Hal Bowman. Even if it's telling the same story, the same, the same facts, they have to hear that as well. That's a great point. That's yeah. what I was just thinking. I'd rather know that we don't know mm-hmm. than not know at all. Yeah. Not, not know what's happening. Right. And yeah. be completely honest about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's very good. You know, the, the, the idea of when, uh, the toxicity that happens, I think sometimes what's interesting, you brought that up. I think sometimes that we have a, a, a belief that teachers are intentionally mm-hmm. undermining, but when you talk about it being on both sides, I think, I think what might be more true is oftentimes it's not that they're intentionally doing anything. They just don't have any information. Mm-hmm. So the natural approach as a human being is to create possibilities. Well, you know what might happen yeah. and to talk about it over time, which becomes toxic. And it's almost, mm-hmm. it's, I'm not saying it's not their fault, but in addition to, uh, we have to, as a school leader, they have to own that. Well, the reason that's happening is they have no information. They're, they're running through the possibilities of what could go wrong. Mm-hmm. That's brilliant. Right. Right. But that's only because they don't know what is actually happening. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And um, it's just like kids, just like the classroom. Yeah. I told you the homework assignment was due. <laughs> well, you told them once. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Last month. Yeah. You, know, communi- you can never communicate too much. You can only communicate too little or too unclearly. So the first two strategies, we have SGI and we've had clarity. The third strategy I want to share with you is eliminating the but what abouts. Let me say that again. Eliminating the but what abouts. So I've made plenty of mistakes. If you follow my blog, uh, the daily blog at mafos.com, every now and then, more than I wish, you're going to see typos, embarrassing mistakes. And sometimes I'll leave them in there to remind myself of this lesson, that there are many great projects or innovative ideas sitting on the shelf, maybe at your school and definitely at many other schools. Great ideas. And they don't make it off of the shelf because of various reasons, including things like typos, critiques, imperfections, and but whatabouts. Those are the reasons why we can't do something. Those are the reasons why you can't do something. Anyone, anyone can find reasons not to do something. It's easy. All you have to do is ask the question, but what about... There will always be a thousand, but what abouts? So tackle it head on. It's okay not to have every answer or to have every corner perfected. Just go ahead and do. So that's our third strategy, tackling the but what abouts. Here's the fourth strategy. I think you're really going to enjoy this. This strategy is conditioning. Use conditioning. We've all heard of 
Mavlov's dogs. And it's a horrible analogy, but culture is not much different. Shifting the school culture does not need words. It simply needs repetitive, frequent, and consistent action. You see, it turns out that conditioning is one of our brain's strongest functions. It shapes how we feel, it shapes the habits of our mind and our behavior. It creates reactions, conditioning, both for positive and negative effects. So whatever you do, whatever you want to result in your school, think about these questions. How can conditioning be used to shift your school culture? How can it be accidentally used to destroy the health of your school culture? And on the flip side, how can this powerful neural resource be leveraged in schools? And whatever your answers are, let me emphatically add the importance of conditioning. Whatever you believe must be done, do it frequently and consistency. Whether you think it's walkthroughs or celebrating, coaching sessions, strategic improvement, whatever your priority is for your school, use conditioning. It's more powerful than words. And our final fifth strategy, there's so many more, but we're running out of time. The final strategy is an avoidance strategy. Avoid rubbernecking. Here where I live, traffic is horrible in Houston. It doesn't even require an actual wreck, but people simply will rug burn neck. They will slow down just to look at something on the side of the road. Rubbernecking is a reactive behavior. It's the opposite of conditioning. It's instinctive. And rubbernecking with schools happens almost out of instinct. We have goals, strategic plans, but then something new comes along. It grabs our attention and all of a sudden, a rubberneck. It brings everything to a halt. Everything you're building in your school culture comes to a halt and stops when you rubberneck. Maintaining focus, on the other hand, you see, is a hard and a disciplined behavior. Focus is the solution to rubbernecking. So avoid rubbernecking and you will be on your way to crafting an unstoppable school culture. Thanks again for joining me here on season four. I hope you enjoyed these five culture crafting strategies. If you'd like the research, the show notes, you can find them at mathfoss.com slash mashup. And of course, I'd love for you to subscribe and get the daily email at mafost.com, M-A-F-O-S-T dot com. If you enjoyed this episode, share the love, like, subscribe, or pass this podcast along. It means a great deal to me. Now, let's go out there and make an impact.